Hey, what's up, you sexy bitches, and welcome back to this week's Weekly D. And today I've got the super beautiful Marion Cramp on with me. And many of you will already know who Marion Cramp is. Marion has been in the industry for as long as I can remember, and she was one of the big names that I remember looking up to when I first started doing pole. Um, she's a super spiritual person. I'm excited for you to listen to what a amazing life she's had and just the journey she's going on. This is a really great podcast. I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, this is the weekly D because honey, if you ain't getting your D on the daily, you better at least be getting it once on the weekly. If you're not getting any, if you want some tea, then come and join Dan up on the weekly D. And today we have the one and only Marion Cramp joining us. Thank you, Marion, for coming and joining me on my no, podcast. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for a, having me. It's mm-hmm. always a pleasure being able to talk to you and hang out with you. And I haven't seen you in years. I, I can't even remember actually the last, what was the last time I saw you? Um, let's think about it. Um, Would it have been I think, a, I feel maybe it was a not... pole theatre or something? A pole theatre in the UK, maybe? Yeah, I I don't feel it was so long ago, to be honest. Mm. I always, do you know, I'll always remember, I always tell people this. I'm always like, I was sat, I remember being sat next to you, we were judging pole theatre together and we were watching these shows. We didn't really get much break time. So I had like all these snacks, I was just seeing all of these like sweets and snacks. I was like, do you want some? You're like, no, no, I'm good. You're like, I'm just going to drink beer. It's fine. You were just like, they're drinking your beer. You were having a great time. <laughs> and I was just there, like eating all these sweets. I was just like, I need something to keep me entertained because these competitions they go on for hours, don't forever, they? forever. <laughs> but you know, I I feel also because I'm trying to remember when I saw you the last time. But I feel because of n- social media, we feel that we seen people yesterday because right. we we see them often, or people we talk about because we were in Thailand almost at the same time. Yeah, so I'm so people, sad that we didn't get to see each yeah, other. Yeah, it was like, what the heck? We were just like switching and we talk about you with Sarah, with um, also um, Jenny. So it was like a lot of things that I feel you very close. So I feel like I've seen you actually. <laughs> what, did, what did you think of Thailand? Have you been to Thailand before? Yes, I have been to Thailand before. And okay. um, I, to be honest, it's like, it's the country. I feel people are so kind. Oh, they're lovely, aren't they? They are so kind. Like, you know, the, I don't know, it's like the, the human being out there are just kind. It's very nice and very lovely. I, I always get a vibe like they just can't do enough for you. Like, I don't mm. know if it's it, like, I don't even feel like as well that it's just for the money. I feel like it's no, because no, no. they genuinely just love helping people. Like they're just so friendly and nice. It's just exactly. Lovely. It's not about money because yeah, you, you feel it. You feel that it's not, you don't feel like in Latin America, people are kind too, but sometimes it can be for money. <laughs> And I love them so much, but it's different. It's different vibe. Even I was in Bali just right after. And in Bali, um, like it's packed, packed of foreigner people. And I was telling those Uber driver in scooter, what do you think about this? And they're like, I think it's very cool. We meet a lot of people. So they, and I don't think he said that to make me happy. 
mm. or to please me. It just really generally feel grateful for having a job and meeting people because they was they were always asking you, what are you doing? Where are you coming from? And so, I yeah. I think as just... well, like, um, you know, Thailand and Bali, I felt like people in Bali were the same. Like, they're just so friendly. And I think mm -hmm. they um, they just appreciate people coming and spending their money in their country and it, you know, keeps them in a job. Like, like these mm -hmm. um, scooter, like Uber drivers and stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, without us, I guess they wouldn't have as much work. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're helping you know, pay their bills, which I guess they're super grateful for. And I, and I love being able to help them. And um, I think as well, because they're so friendly, I always end up tipping more because I just like mm. them so much. I'm just like, oh, mm. you're so friendly. I always end up mm. tipping more. Yeah, <laughs> Whereas, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's nice. It's it very nice. It's just so nice. What was the mm. pole camp like that you did there? It was amazing. Like Sarah built uh, with uh, her men for sure, because you contribute a lot. An amazing place. You've been there. Yeah. So Sarah Scott's studio, I, I had to use it because I was teaching online. Yeah, she explained so I was teaching to me. Her studio. I was teaching there at like midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It's Crazy. an amazing place. It's an amazing place. And um, and Sarah, she has experience of many years doing camps, so was well, just great. low and and the people were so nice coming from any kind of, of course, a lot of Asian countries, but also from France, from Switzerland, from Germany. It was just lovely, and um, I had an amazing time. Like super nice. We it was like the right amount of classes that you can also enjoy and uh, meeting together and mm -hmm. no it was such such a lovely time Very i had a great lovely. time i mean i went so literally i think it was just after your camp was and um, the cold mm. pole camp which is the one i went to i'll tell you what, i should be charging these two because now i'm literally like obsessed with going there so i'm going back to colder pole camp because it was so great and then i'm going to be doing sarah's camp before so i'm going to oh, do nice. sarah's camp first and then i'm going to do the cold because for me I mean, I don't know about you, but I just feel like when I became a teacher, my own training definitely took a back step. And I, I just, I really didn't, I, I train, but it's not for me. It's for Instagram. It's for work. It's to, you know, it's to provide mm. stuff into the algorithm so that people still see me and, you know, still book me. But it's not for me. Like, it's not someone teaching me. And so... I, I realized I really miss it. Mm, I'm not. I'm not uh, in this at all. Um, I don't feel the same um, because maybe the way I'm teaching is maybe not. I don't have a studio, and I don't have these daily classes. Maybe that that you have. Um, I, so my training is absolutely a pleasure. I don't feel a lack of training at all. I don't train for the gram. I don't train for people to, to have content or anything. I train for myself and I adore training. It's really like something that you fulfill my days. And um, I, I know I have created this um, because I don't like to call it a chance because I, I make sure to, because I sacrifice other things for that. But my training is totally something that is a priority in my life of course i don't have a studio i don't have a child which is also changing the game and um yeah yeah i think it's um for me is something 
that I don't feel this need. It's the same with when people say to me, are you going in holidays? And I'm like, no, I'm going there because, because my everyday life, it's what I choose to do. So I don't feel the need of holidays. I love that. I've always gotten a um, a very free spirit, ever since I first met you, a very free spirit vibe from you and that you just live your life each day and that, you mm -hmm. know, I, I really love that about you. And I, I want to ask you, where mm -hmm. where does the story start for you? Tell me a bit about your childhood. Like, what was your childhood like? Mm -hmm. Do you think, I feel like it contributes so much to how we are as adults. Like, how was your childhood? So for sure, uh, the child would contribute to anyone's uh, life and real impact, however you think or not, it impact your everyday until the rest of your life. Um, my childhood was like I was the first of a, um, like a three other, I have two other siblings. And uh, my parents very, were very, at that time, in love um, from what uh, they report to me. And um, they were traveling a bit around and carrying me in the in the backpack when they were going to the mountains and super free birds, both of them very connected to the nature and um, and to sports. So they were both like loving to go to hike um, and uh, run, cycling, skiing, a lot of things. And they were very present for me and for what I love to do. Um, for also my weirdness, because from a very young age, I was uh, feeling something different and expressing it to the fullest. And also I had definitely something that I have worked through the years, this need of uh, being seen. Mm -hmm. um, so I was doing shows, I was like dressing up and I was like, dad, you see me, yeah? you, you can see me. Yes, I can see you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and so I was very like, yeah, show if people were coming home, like, I was like, you have to sit down and watch what I'm going to do. Okay. Where, <laughs> I prepared where, do you think, where do you think that came from? Did you have like any sibling rivalry, like any siblings or anything like that that made you need to be the center of attention or was it just no, your it character? Was not, it was, it was, it was a character, but it was not the center of attention because I love to put also them with me in this show. So it was a full show things. No, it was just, um, I think it was just in my personality and but strangely at school I was completely making sure that I was invisible hmm. and uh, I really really disliked to be um, at school although I was a good like I was like doing my like learning and being um, good which lead me to jump classes and that lead me to have, and I discovered this not long time ago, that had the syndrome of the good student because I jumped classes and I start to have this thing of, oh, people expect from me to be this person that they, I think they think I need to be. So the good student. Mm. And I think this feeling had helped me for sure in my career until now because I always make sure to be enough to be at the, but also he had maybe deserved me in the way that he put so much pressure 
to be always at this level that I think people think I need to be, which is not true because they tell you this and then they forget about it, but you keep it in your right. mind from whatever you think it's like limiting beliefs that it can be of any kind. And I think mine was that because I, I'm also in an hypnotherapist since uh, a, a year now. Mm -hmm. And I also work on myself and ask sometimes for session. And I discovered this one and it, it came out out of the blue. And I was like, wow, if it, it's coming out of my mouth, it's because it's there inside. And I think it, it, it leads to the personality I am and the, the pole dancer I am, that training. Mm -hmm. and But not only because now I think people expect from me to be there because I don't really give a fuck, but because... It's just in me and I also like it because it keeps me pushing myself in a in a way that nowadays I enjoy it and not I force to be enjoying it um, yeah like uh, like this last week I work with Manuela um, Carnero for a piece that I'm building and uh, I Sometimes the things that I couldn't do, I would be frustrated in the past because we worked together in the past for another piece. And I would be frustrated and very sad to disappoint her, even if she's not. But in my head, I was like, oh, I need to be at the level that she expects. But she doesn't expect anything. It's just my mind. Yeah. And this time last week, I was not like this. And it was so much more easier. And movement were coming more naturally because it was not like any more... You have to, the pressure, you know, right. to make, to satisfy somebody. No, you don't have, it mm. will come and actually come more naturally. And that comes a lot from your childhood, you think? I think it comes from this part where even my parents, they were not telling me, but you know, that's what happened to any one of us. Somebody going to tell you one little thing that for him, it doesn't really make any whatever but you keep it and you keep maybe a piece of it, which doesn't mean anything to him anymore. But for you, you would say, oh, you see this person um, cook better. And you say, oh, I'm not a good cook, which right. is not the things, but we interpret it and we create these beliefs that can stay forever and can or ruin your life or change everything in your relationships. Mm. And this is what I, I, I see with my patients in, in hypnosis. Sometimes you're like, I'm sure if you say that to your father or your mother, they would be like, I didn't tell you this to change your entire life. I just right. said it. That's why being parents is very difficult, I of guess. Of course. And, and you grew up in Paris or in no, France, somewhere else? I grew up in the south of France, so it was very peaceful and very mountain, but I felt also very, it was very limited, you know, in, in those small, small villages, if you're a bit an outlier, you become quickly a real outlier and the people put you outside of the box. So you, 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 you are not thinking like the, most of the people, you don't have the same uh, frame and landscape of um, what's gonna be your future to marry, to have kids and blah, blah, blah with the men that you met at high school. And so now it's a power because then people see it like, wow, you did this and this, but we, when you're inside, it's not fun. Mm. So I wanted to leave very quickly. Uh, my brother and my sister were are more like home base and they want to stay there because they like it and it's a different personality. 
but I left right after I graduated from high school. So I was at the early 16 because I had those years in advance. And I left to Toulouse where I, I was dancing at that time, but because I was telling my mom I want to dance, but I was not good. I was really not good. And actually the floor, I always say that and people don't believe, but it's real. And if you talk to, with my friend Manuela, which make me dance a lot, uh, or Kim Martinez, they know um, I have wings. And when I'm on the floor, it's like, what the fuck is this? Now it's much better. I also let go of this and I feel less in danger on the floor, kind of, you yeah. know? And and more uh, like grounding myself and feeling the the floor more. But I was not good. I was not good at dancing. And when I watch my niece, she's the same. And she's very like into pole dancing, which is interesting. Mm. But when she's doing the class, dance class, you can see the whole group going there and she's going there. So <laughs> this is me a bit uh, when I was young. But I still believe. And what I have, it was dedication and discipline which is something i even have tattooed on my back um yeah discipline i think it's something that i is a muse mm. it's not my gel is is the base uh, like a, a very uh, amazing ballet dancer said it's the base of my freedom is not the opposite and i totally agree with this it gave me a structure to be then free because I have this structure and I, uh, when I have the structure built, I can play around it. Oh, hey, so sorry to interrupt your episode. I just wanted to come on really quickly and tell you about one of our sponsors for this episode. And today's sponsor is Ulra Activewear. Ulra Activewear is a fitness apparel brand which are based in the UK and founded by the Charlotte Robertson. If you don't know who Charlotte Robertson is, go and check her out. She is amazing. And she was inspired to create versatile polynarial clothing with movement in mind. And that is so evident with her collection. You can go and check it out. She's got some super awesome bodysuits. I wish I could wear bodysuits because I tell you if I, I mean, I could, of course. I mean, I could if I wanted to, right? But not sure it would suit me. But the people um, who are wearing these suits look super cute in them. Um, so if you love a bodysuit, go and check out her bodysuits. And actually, she's just released a beautiful new bodysuit with lace on it, which I think is so gorgeous. It's got like this cute little cutout bit in the middle. Ah, you have to go and check it out. Oh, and also, if you do want to go and check them out, you can get 20% off using code POLOLS. That's code POLOLS. So go and check out Aura Activewear. Let's get back to the episode. Well, you, you talk about the discipline, actually. It's really funny because one thing that I'd written down, so the, a minute ago, by the way, when I turned around over here, I wrote down, so I want to come back to another subject later. But one of the things that um, I did write down was I'll always remember a period where you and Anastasia uh, Skutrova were super close at the time and you both dedicated yourselves to flexibility. You were mm -hmm. both, you know, became very obsessed with flexibility. And I mm -hmm. believe, you know, you still are continuing your flexibility journey but you know tell me about that time that that sort of period so you'd um you'd moved to Paris after Toulouse did you yes I moved to Paris and I start to 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 work a bit in the industry of the fitness which I didn't really like mm -hmm. but it was uh it was fun and it was for a moment and I discovered pole dancing in two at the end of 2006 
Um, and uh, I met there um, my spiritual mama and Paul mama. She's not, she's, her name is Liana, but it's her name in France. And in other countries, she has another name, which I will keep it for me and for her privacy. But oh, she's I from Australia. I thought you were going to say it was Lolo. I thought you were going to say it was Lawrence Hilson. No, Lawrence my, was my first teacher. I took my first pole dancing class with Lolo. But the one who took me under her wings was Liana. And, um, and she is like a role model for many reasons. Not only pole dancing, but spiritually and, and humanly and womanly. Like very, very important person to me. And um, yeah, I, I grew up and I start to meet this group of people that we were like Prana, Doris, Edouard, uh, Manuela, and uh, we were like all together and at the comp and Lolo, and we were like just at the competition was us <laughs> and and we were like training together. It was so different. It was nothing, nothing uh, online beside the. Um, Bobby's and uh, and the Australian pole championship online, mm -hmm. and we were watching. So was was very interesting time and very cool. And um, pole art started to to take off, and we were all this group going to pole art. So it was yeah. always the same constellation of people, and uh, and it started to expand so so magically. And we met with Anastasia, for instance. And uh, and Anastasia came to Milan at some point where I was leading a teacher at Milan Polden Studio at that time. And uh, yeah, we trained together and she was also dedicated to to training and um, was very lovely to to share with all those people. But it was no workshops, really. It was the beginning mm. of workshops. The workshops just start to, to take off. And uh, we didn't know such a thing, you know. And then we start to, yeah, to share together and and uh, explore what it is and understanding because what we were doing at that time, probably many exercises, we don't think it the same way. And, uh, you know, a very funny fact is like all those years, I would say before 40, I will make a head sit, you know. And then... <laughs> Last December, I was like, holy motherfuckers, it's in three months now. <laughs> yeah. in, in three months, I'm 40 and I'm still not there. So I can tell you, this period now, I'm full gas. I have like my chin that is uh, sometimes <laughs> like uh. having some skin getting out because I'm full on. I have like less than two months to sit on my head because, you know, you keep saying, yeah, in my 40s, and it seems so far. And then I woke up and I was like, wait a minute, we are there. Now it's there. Oh, my God. So how, how far are you from being able to sit on your head? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like not so far, but I, I don't know. I believe it. Let's see. Let's see. The 31 of March. Maybe I'm going to push a last crack and I'm going to do uh. it. Yeah, you won't be able to walk again, battle. but you will have sat on your head. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes. My husband suggests, David suggests, 
well, you can get some more butt and maybe it touched also. Yes, do so. Oh my God, that's David has actually got a great idea there. If you do more squats at the same time, not only will you increase your flexibility, but also your butt will be bigger, so it's more likely to touch. I don't know, because I do a lot of squats, but it doesn't get bigger, so I get... I don't know, but I, I will <laughs> I will make an update and maybe it will happen, you know? Magic happens, so... Who knows? Yeah. What do you What do you think of the industry now compared to what it was like when you first started? Um, you know, the the industry has evolved for sure. Um, it, it it was it's just it's like you know teaching in real person and teaching online. You cannot compare. It's not less. It's not more. It's different. It's and different. And the, the 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 community, I think the community, no matter what, is the leading things of pole dancing. I gravitate through a lot of other communities, yoga, circus, cycling, um, any kind, but pole dancing community is unique. It's unique. Of course, there is some little little hahi haha, but the main thing is this. The main thing is like if I go to a country why Marion Kramp or Daniel Rosen or whatever, or, no, or nobody very like people know the name, you're welcome. And this, it's not in all the communities. Also about the way you are, who you are, it, it builds uh, something that anyone is accepted. And this is really real. I, and I see it every day since almost 16 years. It's absolutely unbelievable. And what also makes me, it's very inclusive. It's very inclusive, which is not in others. Like really, let's be real. And I talk to people from all those other community and they tell me, they say, we have to recognize it's not that inclusive. Mm. We are sharing. Of course, there is some like they, but the most is sharing. It's about sharing. I do this combo. I'm going to share it. It's yours now and enjoy it. It's not like, I don't know, it's different. Like, can you share? Oh, I like this music. Can you share with me? In other p communities, if you ask this, they will be like, no, it's mine. You know? Yeah. I always remember seeing a, a circus artist from London posted a picture of a move and um he posted saying like this is my move and i've seen that people are teaching my move and everyone was on the comments like listen if you're going to post it on a like a public platform you know it's gonna get you know recreated by other people like mm. they're gonna want to give it a try he's like but it's mm. my creation you know they they shouldn't be teaching it but and i was just like wow it's so different in the circus industry than mm. it is mm. within the pole industry it's it just sounds very competitive but i guess they're competing for work aren't they they're all competing exactly i work. i also i also understand because if you do my like if you do the piece that i'm doing then I don't have the, you might get the job that I should get, which I understand totally. I think the, the, the real things that I agree with, I saw like lately some posts passing by in the pole industry about that. What I think it's a bit, and this is my only opinion, of course, what I think it has been a bit misunderstood is the, the sense of words. 
-hmm. For instance, my husband is also a painter and an engineer, and his company is called More on Simplicity, MOSS. And we talked about inspiration. And I think what I have, and make sometimes the people from circus doing this about, you know, like the, the pole dancer is what they say, inspired by when the combo is a copy. Mm -hmm. I think this is more like the way words are used. But if you attach important to this, because otherwise it's, it's, it's a, just a word. But mm. I think the word should be more reproduced from. Because an inspiration is taking the impulse from somebody else to create your own salsa. Of That's course. what inspiration is. So when you copy exactly the frame or the piece for some people, this is, you cannot write you inspired because this is not being inspired. This is reproduced. But for some people in the world that they don't have creativity and it's okay, they have many other skills, they, for them, it means being inspired. So it's very complicated, you know, because when I start to do this journey as a hypnotherapist and I went back to school for this, the first thing our teachers say is, says, you know that you don't know and you don't understand the other. You hear him, you see, but anything you're going to think you understand or think, it's an interpretation of what he's truly feeling. Mm. So the most important is to try to not judge the person because you, otherwise you cannot help. And, and also to understand that you don't know. You don't know anything about what this person is going through, what is his background, and how. what does it mean, this word in his head, especially in a community full of people that they try to think, to speak the kind of, let's say, common language, which is English, but most of them are not English speaker mm. first. And so people use inspire because in their language, it might mean a certain way and then translate it to English. And so people can get offended over word when I'm like, check this person probably don't speak exactly the English that yeah. you understand. But see, it's funny because I know the post you're talking about, you're talking about the one that Indie Pole Dance posted where they were talking about, oh, oh many, many other. It has been forever people, yeah. on. Yeah, I saw that post and it did make me laugh because I just thought like, it is just a word. Like, I think we should yeah, just but... be happy that people are crediting at all um, because there's so many people that don't. <laughs> but... I just feel like, you know, I say to people sometimes, I'm like, oh, love you, babe. Do I actually love them? <laughs> no, but it's just mm. a word. I just said it. It was just a word. I just yeah, feel but no, like... your word that you experience, Daniel. I do believe your word is your are your experience. And a word can change forever somebody. A, sing yeah. a simple word. Because if you say, I love, I love you, okay? And I'm like, and then after I, I stopped this conversation, I'm like, do I really love him? And, but you, so it can change your entire day. I, I make a thing, eh? but mm. it can really truly mean something. And word, you can see that on children's, you can send that on any, anyone. If you, you know, I have words that I really be careful with using. 
I, I don't use I promise easily because when you promise to someone, for you maybe you, prom you say that like, I promise I will come. And this person for the rest 10 next years is going to wait you for you to come because you promised it. Mm. It's a really impactful thing that maybe it doesn't going to allow him to do things because maybe she's going to come. I agree with you. Yeah, I do agree with what you're saying, because with things like that, like saying, I promise I'll come is like a promise of something. So people are going to expect it. But with saying things like this is the thing I like with the things like the inspired by thing, I'm just like. What does it matter what they've said? Like, you know, it's very clearly copied, you know, but I think as well, I think it just doesn't look as nice writing copied from. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, so mm. I don't even do that anymore. I literally just tag the person. I don't even write wh whether I was inspired. Yeah, me neither. I me just neither. feel like I'm just going to pop them in the caption and be like, thank you, so-and-so, mm. because I want them to to feel good about the fact that I have taken something they did and recreated it. Um, but I'm just like, I don't know what I can say without getting in trouble anymore. So I just tag their name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I understand though that some people can feel because it's important for them and they just, you know. But why? Why is but it because... important to them? But why, I don't know, I will need to have a proper conversation about that, yeah. and, like you. But why not? At the same time, you know, we are all so different and and we don't have to agree. But I, what I like to say is like, I, 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 I read you. It doesn't yeah. mean I, I agree. Of course. Well, it's like we don't agree right now, but I, it doesn't yeah. change the way I feel about you. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if you find this, but I, I find this is one of the big changes that I've noticed within the pole industry is that mm -hmm. we're at a point now where if we don't agree on something, that means that we're no longer friends and you're going to be cancelled because you... Like if, like, for example, like if someone doesn't like something I've said, it's like, it's like the end of the world. Like everyone's on my page saying, Dan Rosen said this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we can all, we can all have our own opinions, you know, so long as they're not hurting anybody, mm. of course. But, you know, just because you don't believe in something doesn't mean you can't be friends with that person anymore or, or that you have to rule them out of the industry because they don't feel a kind of way. It's like this whole inspired by thing. You know, I've, I've always just felt like, I don't care whether they say inspired, copied, stolen mm. from, I don't care what they do. If they tag me, I'm just really grateful they tagged me. That's so kind of them. You know what mm. I mean? And, and yes, technically you, you are correct, of course. It's not the correct term to use, but I'm just grateful they've tagged me. Um, but I also see your point of view of, you know, it can, some people do feel some kind of way about it. Um, but yeah, because it, that... it's a... <laughs> The thing I wanted to say about the first thing, the first part you 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 said you ask about when you don't agree with somebody that people cancel you. You know, like growing up and evolve. By growing up, I mean evolving as my own personality and being. Um, the other day I had a. I'm going to take an example. I had a, a little things uh, about something that I disagree with somebody and I say, look, this is the way I think. I want to be honest with myself and so with others and I will stick to the way I think. And if you don't resonate, I prefer not to. Not to um, be in disagreement with you. 
I prefer right. we we quit the agreement, but we are still. But it doesn't it, it doesn't in, involve us as people. It's just mm. in this, and you know, as, as like if you like when people, for example, you say sometimes people say, "Oh, Daniel Rosen say that," but this is them with their own interpretation and whatever we can call. For me, ego is not ego, and in the term of egocentric, is more like, oh, it's affecting my my persona, mm. or oh, I think it's affecting my persona, but actually, after five minutes, you forgot about it, but you don't because you attacked in mm-hmm. this. But I think in this, to be honest, because it happens, uh, like that, I am very and more and more and more. I I grow up. I, I grow up. I'm more and more like abrupt with this decision that I make. But as soon as I'm honest with you, by being honest with myself, whatever you think about it, it's not my business. Because I have been very honest with you and so with myself. And it's it's not to affect you or to or to make you feel bad. It's just I want to tell you this is the way I think in in case instead of faking to please you in okay. something that at some point I'm mm. going to be so uncomfortable that you're going to make me uncomfortable and you're going to ruin our relationship. Agreed, but if you yeah. feel offended about it, my darling, this is your own business. It's mm. not mine. I've but- got so many friends who have got such different opinions to me. Like, you know, I was talking, um, yeah, perfect example at New Year's. I was talking to a family friend about the Meg. I don't know if you've been following this, the like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle mm. situation. But yeah, um, and I was talking to her about it. And, you know, and she just feels completely opposite to me. Like I'm very much for them, and she's very much against them. And mm. we had the conversation. She said the way she felt. I said the way I felt. And I respect her opinion on it. You know, it's it's a case of I don't agree with it. It's not the way I feel, but good for you in, in the fact that you feel that way. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you change your mind. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, sorry, we've totally got off track there. But I mean, it's like it's like with the whole within the poll community. I feel like people want to force specific narratives so that's why i got a funny vibe like again it's funny actually you're not the only the first person i've spoke to about this but this whole the inspired by post that they made um but it was not about i was not uh, pointing this because i saw so sasha uh meow which i adore she had also the problem the other day of somebody entirely uh reproduce his her choreography in a workshop and and she say, look, you can dance my dance, but if you dance my dance to be paid, that's not cool. You know, if you mm. teach my things, it's like we'll come back to the circus people. If you do my act and be paid for it, maybe there is something not cool and I'm going to tell you, you know. I agree. I think, yeah, and I agree with that. I just think when it comes to the whole, like, little things like inspired by, and you can use this word, but you can't use this word, you know, I, at first, with the whole exotic conversation, I was a bit like, mm. I don't really, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't even to this day, I, if I'm honest, I don't quite understand it, but it's it's not really my thing to understand, so I just, 
I listen to the people that say it makes them feel uncomfortable. And, and I have this thing where I just rather people feel comfortable. So I won't use it anymore. Um, you know, but it's, you know, interesting. Like I felt like we've gone through a stage where everyone's trying to change everything. And I, I, I don't feel comfortable with some of it. And then some of it I do, but like, like the inspired by thing. Sometimes I'm just a bit like, does it need to be fixed? Does, is there, does it need to be, like, if it's not broken, don't fix it type situation? I think it's, for, for what I feel about this, it's really, what it, when it comes to the poll community, and um, because, for example, like, most of those people that they were contributing to this, for example, to this post in particular, are English speaker. And I think you ha we have to, and that this, I, when I read the things that sometimes people get off, like wild on the stuff, I'm like, look again who it is. It's people that they are like using English as a way to be included in the mass because more, the, again, the common language is English. And for many, I can tell you, they do Google Translator even to write a caption. Right. So they don't really know. So they follow like this in Inspire has been started. But imagine if it was another name, another word. And it's just like, I think it means many things. Let's say like right. this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It means many things and not the uh, Wikipedia or whatever uh, Google description, English, well-speaking -speak description. I think it's more the meaning that englobe, reproduce, copy, blah, blah. It's more like uh, the word, the, the poll word, what a poll vocabulary, let's yeah. say. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, um, yeah, I'm balanced about this because yeah. I think it's really this. It's not the people don't do it in the way to say, oh, I mean, like, I think they're completely uh, aware that they copied the thing. They're completely aware. And if they, you tell them, they will say, oh, yes, I reproduced the thing. I don't think they write it in terms of stalling. If we conclude this this chapter yeah. of the... Yeah, I, I, I do know what you mean. It's like... like... Like I say, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I've got so many questions, though. I'm going to move on to yeah, a different yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Hey, so sorry to interrupt your podcast. I just wanted to hop on really quickly and just tell you about one of our new sponsors for this week's podcast, and it is Hustler Heels. Look at these. If you are watching on YouTube or you've got Spotify and you can see the video, look how gorgeous these amazing heels are. Hustler Heels are a very new brand, and if you know Grip and Glow, it's owned by the same person, so you know you're going to get good quality, and you're going to get a really good customer service, but how cute are these heels? Like, I've not seen heels that look like this. The detail on them is amazing. The back with the lace and stuff, it's just so pretty, so I definitely recommend you just go and check out Hustler Heels. You can check them out on hustlerheels.co.uk. They've got lots of different designs, and they're coming out with lots of new ones too, so definitely a brand you need to check out and with all these amazing heel brands that we have now we're just going to see the quality getting better and better and that's so evident in these heels because the quality of them is just amazing it's literally perfect it's just so beautiful like the detailing on these is just gorgeous so if you haven't already get on your phone go onto the internet go and check out hustleheels.co.uk let's get back to the episode um, I wanted to ask about circus shows because you've been in a lot of shows now. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. 
And you're doing lots of different, so pole was your main aerial art that you started with, but mm -hmm. now you're doing, is it called hair hanging? Is that what it's called? Yes. It's yeah. just called hair yeah. hanging. Okay. Yeah. And you're doing hair hanging now. Do you do hoop or anything like that as well? No, um, I I don't really, you know, I'm really like, if I do something, it's because I've freaking vibrated. It's the same with people. If I stay and stick with you, it's because I am fully. Otherwise, I don't force, you know? Right. And um, with hoop, I never really, meh, never really force. It didn't, I only ask come... that because you're so flexible. So normally, flexible yeah, but... people really gravitate towards hoop. It's funny. So you tried it. You didn't like it. I I don't, I don't know if he, I like it or not. I just felt like it didn't, I didn't push, you know, and if I don't push, hmm, that's not for me. Oh, fair enough. And um, silks the same. I kind of like the hoop, uh, loop tissue because I don't know, oh, there is something about hammock, yeah. the hammock. I feel there is something about a bit of the hanging and the pole at the same time. So, I, I have bought one and uh, I really like to explore, but I'm at the beginning and uh, it's not easy because it's a lot of skill, uh, silks technique that you can really, because right now I do just like spaghetti, like I try to do whatever I feel. <laughs> but if you don't, if you don't do the right looping, you can really, really fucking die. So, mm. um, so I need to explore more on this, but no, I don't do, um, well, pole take me a lot of things, and I do a lot of things outside of pole or or aerial things. I love to go running, hiking. Um, so I don't have only this. I don't do pole every day or hanging every mm -hmm. day. But I yes, I perform a lot. You know, I never would believe because of how I could know anyway that at forty I'm more on stage than ever. <laughs> And have you ever had a call from like Cirque du Soleil or have you ever aspired yes. to be in Cirque du Soleil? I never been really like, um, feel like to go, but I had, um, I'm very honored to have been asked a few times to replace, uh, act in several shows. And often, often it was not fitting with my schedule. And, and I don't know if I nowadays with, 40 years old um if it's something that i want because i it's first of all it's contract that you have to stay quite long because sometimes they have gala where you can do small uh, like a period of a month of small gala which this i will be more open is that but what dimitri stay... politov did excuse is, me is, is that what dimitri politov did did you see he was in sets but he wasn't in there for very long it must have been a gala maybe uh, I don't know. I think yes, 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 Maybe. yes, yes. Yeah, he did one month in uh, in uh, not in Andorra. Yes. Right. So this kind of uh, show, uh, it would be cool. But I think I, they at the moment I could do that. I was not uh, available for the period of rehearsal. Um, but after now, I really like like punctual things and short short time and short term because I can do also because I love teaching so I can be versatile mm. in what I'm doing so I never get bored because I don't feel like doing the same and also physically you know like for example I have been proposed at, at the time for Lucia for to replace Diana Ham in Lucia uh, for the Paul act 
and they do touring so they change every month um so first of all for david it will be our relationship will be even if he's he's completely <laughs> used to not have me at home but still it's a it was a three years minimum contract and uh, you do weekend you do three show day and it's what, not you wait, do your three act. shows in one day yes and it's not you do your act and then you chill out you are constantly on stage so physically you have to be yeah and i think you can three shows but yeah 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 three show days and uh, the thing i think you can but how do you how you end at the end of this contract physically if it's your dream it's amazing and then luckily you are okay after but i guess you are quite um a bit damaged especially broken, when you're yeah. not especially when you're not 20 anymore or 30 you know mm -hmm. it's not the same it's not old at all no but it's not the same this the recovery and um so uh, that lucia couldn't do and i'm very happy because uh, vanessa cafaldo and uh, one friend of mine is uh, an amazing in the in the act and i'm very happy for her and uh, she also does her uh, hanging and she had built now an act of her hanging in for the show so i'm super happy for her that's so and, cool and i have been uh, yeah i've been a uh, request a few times that is i'm more like i like what i do now i'm performing for amazing uh show and cast and super versatile for example i'm in a show in hamburg which is based on disco music which i before i went last year i was like disco what the fuck you know marion cramp disco it doesn't fit <laughs> and i arrived there and the first day i was like i adore disco it's amazing yeah <laughs> it's so cool and the cast is amazing uh anytime you pass through Hamburg, you should come to watch we're gonna be there again in march april What's it's it called? such it's called velvet velvet Yes, nice. and I'm 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 actually with one English uh, performer, uh, Craig the Hula Hoop. I don't know if you ever seen him. He's a uh, he's amazing performer from from UK, mm. and um, so I'm gonna be there. And I'm also performing for one of my dreamed show that happened last year that they hired me for um, for the first time, and this year again is the Leo. So the Leo is a club, um, a dinner show in Ibiza, very uh, magical. The, the level of dancers and skills is amazing. And I always dreamed to be there. Many friends of us have been there. Saulo, Ana Di Carvalho, they uh, performed okay. there. And nice. uh, they finally hired me in my 40s. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. amazing. That yeah. sounds like they've had all the Cirque people there, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they really like, it was, it's a very, like, for me, it's, I'm so honored. And this mm. year they call me again and they're opening in London and I will have uh, one month in London. So maybe you can ah, come. Yeah. Oh, 100% I will. Oh, you mm -hmm. definitely, so because me and Mitch love going and seeing like shows like this in London. So definitely yes, I'll be, and we're gonna I'll be, be at messaging you. At Café de Paris. I don't know if you know the Café de Paris. I've not it's been a, to it. I know of it, but I've not been. Okay. It's a very old club that has clothes, and the Leo bought the club. And um, 
Ah. And so they're reopening the club, the, this magical place, which is, uh, I think, like a cabaret. And they're reopening as Leo London. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your favorite show you've ever been in? The Leo? Uh, they're all different, you know, like, because it's, you cannot compare. You cannot compare any of them. I was also in a show that called Impulse in for three years I was going there in Germany I work a lot in Germany I think yeah I was gonna say I think that's the one I I did know of because when you just said the other name of the the one in Hamburg I was like not I don't recognize the name but I think Impulse might have been the one that I Mm -hmm. did remember seeing and that was quite a while ago that was pre-Covid right that was pre-Covid yeah we were drumming we were drumming on the walls and uh it was super I was there in Bonn when the, I, I went to visit uh, Jenny in Bonn, yeah, I yeah. was I was doing impulse. So yeah, this one was amazing, but also you know like performing for Andrea uh, with Andrea Bocelli was such a powerful things, and and I also loved the experience of uh, it, it's going to be weird, but uh, friends got talent. Uh, I've been during COVID. I I finally say yes. Hmm. Uh, to this uh, TV show and I really love you know however my relationship with France is a bit special but this I know France has something that artistry is top of the game and in those those show I felt they were wanted to invest in the artistic part of my piece hmm. and I was working with Kim Martinez which is an incredible creative director and of course, we don't have we didn't have enough time to build the art the way I wish it would look like at the end because you have literally a few days. And with hair hanging, it's complicated because I cannot hang forever. Mm-hmm. So we have a very limited time of training. So the act is a bit like a not finished. Thing. Well, I actually worried to ask about this with the hair hanging because you said about you can't hang forever. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered, like, what sort of effects does it have on your body, like your neck? I just, I think of my neck. I kind of, <laughs> have you ever had a massage before where they, they grab your neck and they stretch it at the end? Mm. And it feels so good. Is that what it mm. feels like? But mm. like, like really yes. heavy? <laughs> so I'm very happy because you're asking me about the neck, which all the people we ask about your hair. But you, it's the most, like, very careful you have to be is your neck. Right. It's not, it's like the hair, like the skin is, are things that, first of all, they reproduce themselves and, and it's not the main thing. The main thing is all your, like, like the, the chain of your, of your spine. And it's very, you have to be prepared mm. and definitely, yes, you have this thing of pulling. So it feels very good. And I know, for example, a friend that had a compression from another artistic um, circus discipline and by doing her hanging she re- she placed again her spine right and wow. decompress decompress yeah so for sure it's this but there is also many other things you can really damage so you I think it's not I don't teach her hanging because I don't feel to take the responsibility for somebody else uh, and it's a personal choice because it's a journey that I do for myself so for mm-hmm. now I don't feel the need to teach it and there is other people that do it and I'm happy for them but I don't feel so I don't want to do something I don't feel for now and um, it's 
it's very special. It's for me. It's very like I I started before I share on in, on the on the social media. Actually, uh, I started for myself because it's a it's a really for me it's a spiritual journey completely. And every time I do it, even when I'm on stage, it's special. And mm. I'm here for the audience, but I also very very deep into myself, and uh, that's why I it's special. What do you think feels spiritual about it? Is there something about the hanging that puts you into like a kind of meditative state or something? Yes, or like... I think pain, but I have this on the pole too. So I'm very into this journey. First of all, it's important to, to say I'm very into a, a spiritual journey. I explore a lot of things through hypnosis, through I also do um, sometimes, I don't know if it's, politically correct but i do ayahuasca um ceremonies i don't even know uh, what ayahuasca is Hello, ayahuasca is um, a ceremony that comes from the um uh, latino especially from peru and it's come from the shamanic um culture it's a plant it's a root that it's mixed with another one and they do a, like a decoction of it. They, 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 you have to boil it in a very special way and you obtain um, a drink that you drink and uh, brings you to a modified state of consciousness. So you explore the invisible. Mm. And um, there is a lot of rituals before and after um it's definitely an impactful journey and you cannot know what it's going to be for you uh, in many countries it's not uh, legal because of course people what they don't know they prefer to say no drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes <laughs> yeah this of is legal but it's not a drug it's a psychedelic which is very for me i make a very big difference between drug and psychedelic so it open your consciousness and mm. uh, and your subconscious to wow. your subconscious so it's and a very interesting journey yeah have you always been spiritual or when did your spiritual journey start i think i always have been because i have felt when i was a child and i was even writing in my books when i was a child um and my mom found the books where i explained feels things that i feel and i think Growing up, I met people that for, for sure I can identify with and make me discover more what is it about. And when I can, I could put a name on it, I think it, it made me more free. And then I start to explore. And of course, it's like a snowball effect. You start, and then you start to meet people that are like you. Mm. And... Um, and also some are not like you, but it's very interesting to, to, to do this and to realize that there is, I think there is much more than what we are living now. And I'm convinced about this. I'm convinced. Oh, totally. sorry. I was no, just no. going to say, I definitely think it's one of the things that definitely draws me to you. I, I love how spiritual you are. I wish I was more spiritual. And, um, I'll always remember, I wonder if you do this anymore. I think it was at pole, a pole expo years ago. And I think you did it as one of the free workshops and it was about eye contact connection mm -hmm. and everyone mm -hmm. had to sim. Do you still do that? So I do 
in in different ways. Um, this one, uh, of course, was inspired by Marina Abramovic, which is a, an incredible um, performer and uh, and person, which can be also very be controversial for many other people, but we are all are right. Um, mm. And uh, I do different things. For example, I have a I don't know if you ever heard about, but because I never really um, advertise. But I had a, I organized with David um, an, a, a human experience, which is called Unique. Unique story. Maybe you have seen this account pass. Yeah, it's I... me and the behind it. So it's a ex human experience that you can experience only one in this lifetime. So when you come once, you cannot come back. And it's only yeah. 12 people. And you live uh, like a journey of five days in my weirdness. <laughs> so we do <laughs> like things. We do poll, of course. And, um, and we do also like for now, I had only women, but it's open to any, anyone. And uh, we go to a journey of many things. The last one was in May, uh, no, in June this last year. And I don't do it all the time. I do it when I feel it because I don't want, I don't do it for, it's not a business. I do it when right. I feel it. And uh, those 12 people, they come and we live a, a full experience all together, me and David and me included. The only thing that stays is David and me, but we change the location where we do it. I change all the, the things that are gonna happen. And the last time we did a cacao ceremony. So you drink, also through a very like ceremonial way, you drink pure cacao. So it's like a, a petite like travel into your uh, modified state of consciousness, but very light. Okay. Be because pure cacao, it's um, yeah, it has like those principle of making you travel and mm -hmm. relax and have an effect in chemicals in your body that help you to to enter enter a sort of trance, very I small didn't know and cacao very soft. Had that. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize cacao did that. Yeah, yeah. Cacao is in like where almost like where chocolate comes from, right? As in like absolutely, cacao. it's pure right. cacao. Of course, prepared in, into a very sacred way, but mm -hmm. when you drink it with intention, um, you access to a to a beautiful state, beautiful or not, because some people they're gonna cry during one hour, and right. because they, we all have to experience something different. But you can do it with breathing exercise. It, you don't have to 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 also take something. You can access this also with hypnosis, or but it's fascinating and and it link us forever. I have done three so far, three unique. And we are all now in the same group, uh, WhatsApp, and the whole group is like so united that it's magical. It's absolutely so nice. unbelievable. Yeah. And and mm -hmm. is David? Um, is he spiritual? Yeah, I think he like he's uh, very spiritual. I have rituals to clean the house and things. And when I'm not he here, he send me petit videos like I'm doing it. <laughs> oh. so he's he's in this he does also um exploration of his subconscious uh but we never do those things together it's something very individual it's him as an individual and me we don't do when i go to my ceremonies or i do some my meditation uh, we don't do it together 
It's something Why? that is because it's something that we it makes us evolve as individual. It's not something that we share. Maybe okay. one day we will do it, but it's not something that naturally it never came for us to share those experience at the same time. And and you mentioned about the um sorry, so many questions. Um yeah, you yeah, mentioned no about that these events they're not it's not a business, it's just when it feels good for you. Mm. And I wanted to talk to you about that because you mentioned about how it's not a business and stuff. What would you describe yourself as a businessy person or not really? Um when I say it's not a business, it means it I don't need to do this every year to be able to keep to sustain my life. Correct, yeah. So in this, it gives me the freedom to decide when I want to do it or not. Um, right. Because if my life was depending on this, um, I would do it yes or yes. But I'm very glad it's not because like this, I can do it really when I resonate it and not force because, whoa, it would be such a uh-huh. hardcore journey because it's so involving that I will be like... So you don't Ugh. do it for the money as such? No, of course, I have to pay all the things that I like booked and stuff. So I need mm-hmm. it, it costs a certain amount of money to because I, I make it very like high quality on everything. Uh, but uh, but it's not like something I, I depend on. If I don't do it for five years, it would be OK. Do right. I describe myself as a business person? Yes, um, because I know how to deal my contract and I know what I value. And it's not to be rich, it's just to be fair. And and this is important for me um, to be fair because, you know, it's the same when I buy, I, I, I adore to invest in art. That's what I say. I invest in art. And when I buy jewelry or um, like if I work with a choreographer, um, I'm not paying you for service. I'm investing in your art. Mm-hmm. For me, it's very different. So um, when I perform and I know like the amount of work is going to require uh, and I know the amount of work I'm going to put on it, yes, I think it's more to um, the value of things. And the value can be whatever price it is. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, you know, sometimes people tell me, oh, this uh, brand, it's so expensive. And I'm like, yeah, but you know how it's made? The dedication. <laughs> Is it bad that I know the brand you're talking about? <laughs> I, no. know, I know exactly which brand you're talking about. I yeah, can just example, tell which one. You want to say Mila Krasna? Of course, yeah. Of course. People always but... say the same to me, but I'm like, well... It's because she, uh, that's what she values her pieces at. It is expensive, yeah, but they are very unique. Very unique. It's handmade because I I, I want to say, and I want to be very honest with this with everybody. I buy all the things that you see me wearing. I buy them because they are my friends. Eh? They are my very good friends, but I buy them because the day they hire me for a photo shoot, they pay me. Because we know we love each other so much, but we need to survive. And mm-hmm. also, I know the amount of hour this woman or her or anyone is putting on creating the things and the team behind that she has to pay. And for me, it's not like 
it's not for free. And even like sometimes people like I write, oh, I love your work. And they're like, oh, I want to do. And it's not about Paula. I was watching a woman the other day do corset. And she's like, I want to offer you one corset. And then we, br I'm like, no, I'm going to buy it if I need it. And if I love it, I will talk to you and we can, sh we can think about whatever. But right now, you don't even know me and you want to offer me something for free just because you saw the number of followers? What the heck? Mm. No. You, you, it, it costs you a lot of hours to, to be who you are, where you are, and what you create. And this deserve has a value. Yeah. And that's it. And so, yes, I, I think I'm a businesswoman. And I learned so much from... From the people in the past that I met in my life, like for example Christelle from the Milan Pole Dance, uh, I have learned that from her, like that you, the value of what you do, and it's not to be again because we live very simply, but with uh, with David, but it's just like it's just the value of things, and it's important as I recognize the value of other people. And um, and that. sometimes it's forgotten and, you know, like they like, oh, but it's so expensive. Uh, but how much do you really want it? You know? Right. Well, I mean, it is expensive, but, you know, iPhones are expensive. How much do you want the iPhone? You're going to pay the money for it, aren't you? It, you know, if it's too expensive for you, it's really funny, actually, because, you know, when people say like, oh, you know, I really want to do your pole classes, but they're very expensive. I'm like, well, then you need to find someone cheaper then um, because mm -hmm. this is my price and this is what I valued myself. Mm -hmm. at, and I feel actually mm -hmm. it's very good quality of money. Um but then people will take my classes and be like, Dan, you don't charge enough. You should be charging mm. more for this. And I'm like, isn't it so funny? It's different people value money differently. But I think it's so great as well, because I have to say, um, I don't, oh, I hope you don't take offense to this. Like, I, I, I've always considered you a bit of a like, so we use the word hippie in the UK. Do you know that word? Yeah, like yeah. spiritual people, mm. free spirits. They want to travel the world. Like, you know, mm. they just free living and i love that um, mm -hmm. but people like that normally aren't great with money so that's why i was really intrigued to ask you because it sounds like you are good with knowing your worth and knowing that you have to be paid for these things and and that's yeah. great because i didn't expect that actually i didn't um, okay so that's no, good. Uh, that actually this is a very interesting i was thinking about that this morning during my run because i listen a lot of podcasts mm -hmm. and i think uh, it was the, the podcast I'm listening is called uh, contradiction, but separate words. And in French, it means against addiction. And it's about addicted people. And it was this woman that said, I don't think I'm a really addicted person because I have this balance. And I have a balance of my free uh, freedom, which is my discipline. So these things makes that I... And I would be complicated even for myself to categorize. I'm a disciplined hippie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. But I like that though. <laughs> no, it's but, nice. But you know, for example, for example, when I do my, when I, often when I do those ceremony where I explore my uh, subconscious, my biggest challenge is my control. Right. Okay. What do you mean to by let that? go? Because to let go, because I I'm very free, but I also sometimes would love to control. 
And lately, after the, the second ceremony I done this, that was the, the 30th of December, during the whole beginning of January, I was floating because you integrate during after. There is an integration process. And a lot of things that I wanted to do didn't go as planned, as my plan. Or people don't answer or blah, blah, blah. And for the first time in my life, I was like, it's okay. Mm. It's, I learned to flow more and not to be like, why did I answer? Why now, now? <laughs> you know? Right. Now I'm more like, and I feel like, wow. You're evolving. What a step. Yes, I'm so happy because I'm like, I wanted to, I had to go to Poland, Poland for workshops. And I arrive, I miss my flight. The next flight, I have to, to sleep in the hotel, to change to Munich. And we take the flight to Munich, to Poland. And in the middle of the flight, the captain say, we are in danger. We have to go back to Munich. So my workshop starts in an hour. So it's over. And I'm like, what are you going to do? And, yeah. But I was so surprised of myself. I was like, what you can control, let go. because. It will control you. Yeah, that's such a that is a, a tip that I really need to listen to myself. It's so funny because little things like that, like when you were saying about that, like your workshop started an hour and you were like being diverged on your flight, like that for me, like I know that I would be like just having a meltdown because I'd be like, oh my god, I'm letting all these people down. But like you said, if you can't control the situation, what, what's and, what's getting and I'm stressed going to tell achieve? You. I called the girl in Poland and uh, amazing Agatha, uh, little <laughs> hello to her. I call and I say, I explained to her, I'm like, we're we turning back. And she's like, oh, I'm like, babe, I'm going back to Barcelona. It's been 24 hours. I took seven flights to go to Poland and I'm not like the universe don't want me to come. So I okay. think I'm going back home. And even, even all the people at the airport, they were so nice to me because they was, I was the only one chill. And they're like, you, we're going to help you. <laughs> And they're like, yeah. you want to go home? I'm like, yes, I have enough. <laughs> Bring me home. And uh, and the the student, they because you vibrate the energy when you flow, the flow vibrate to everyone. The students, the woman say, Agatha say, look, the student decide to stay here and they're gonna train all together because they came from other part of Poland. Mm. And they decide to stay together and they made me a video that I shared actually. We're like, Marion, we hope you go home safe. We, we're going to stay together and play, and we're going to wait for you, and next time we will come back. It, it, it vibrates something that it was flow. Nobody was upset. Because yeah. I'm sure I would have been upset. You would have created this vibration that a mess. Everyone was upset, yeah. Mm. No. Oh, I love that. Where, where are you living now? Are you still I'm living in front? No, I live in Spain. No. Yeah, I was going to say, because I didn't, I, was, I didn't think you were, I, I knew you were like, um, you were somewhere else. And then I was like, wait, because it doesn't matter how often I speak to you, the French accent will never leave your body, will it? <laughs> the, uh, you will always sound like, that's why I always have to check. So I'm like, well, the French accent's still really strong. Maybe she's back in France. So but it's, that's in Spain, but it's, it's so strong or not, or not Spanish, I mean, because people sometimes they tell me I speak English with a Spanish accent. Really, I think it's yeah. It's definitely it's blended a, a little bit more. It's it's definitely there's some words you say that they sound a little bit French and some sound a little mm. bit Spanish. Um, so I live in Spain uh, near Barcelona. It's okay. called Girona. It's very cool. You should come with your Sherry. 
It's yeah. very nice, and um, we're having a very nice place with David, and we're having such a. Is it like in like, the countryside, or is it? Um, in... It's in the countryside, but it's twenty-five minutes from the sea. It's nice. Um, it's a nice city, very cool, um, very cultural, and and quiet, and so nice. I'm like very close to the airport so it's easy for me to go to the airport right and um Which and i like to is it close to barcelona, barcelona or barcelona nice. or girona i think from from your maybe you can arrive directly in girona actually maybe and we have a warehouse uh outside of our apartment where my husband paints with his uh, partner and uh, our friend also play uh, the music dj and I can train my uh, uh, aerial things. So it's our place. Nice. And it's so cool. And my husband is so like cool with my lifestyle where I'm like, I'm gone most of the time. But yeah. he, like he's just spent an amazing, I was with Manuela the whole week and he just had a him time with his friends. And we are very in harmony with this. It's so that. cool. Mm. Oh. Well, I hope I'm going to get to see you at some point soon. Are you going to be going back to Thailand this year? Uh, no, they asked me, but I have a contract that might jump on the thing because uh, they proposed me to go and I cannot take it this time because the the contract will jump on the dates. Okay. So uh, maybe well, I won't next see you time. There, then. <laughs> but maybe I, can I, I, I would come just for hanging out. But yes. in London, definitely. In London, we definitely uh, uh, yes. going to meet. A hundred percent. Yeah. So please message me the dates. I'm going to book them ahead of time. And if anyone yeah, yeah. listening now um, is listening and wants to go and see the show in London, please do go and see it. Remind me the name of the show. Uh, so it's the Leo, but I'm going to be just to make clear. So the Leo, uh, contact me and I will make you enter to watch the show because to sit down, it's a dinner show. Expensive. Oh, it's expensive. Well, how much? How much is it? <laughs> like more than two hundred euros. <gasps> oh wow! Oh okay. So write me and we make sure. Okay, so write a message, Marion. You're saying that now. Loads of people are going to message you. Be like, hey, Marion, can I get a ticket? Can I get a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a it's a it's a dinner show that is very um, very high quality, wow. and uh, I don't know the how going to be the pricing in London, but in Ibiza it's it's expensive. It's expensive, yeah, because it's um, a very high like selective of things. Like some of the main table in the front was uh, minimum ten thousand ground to spend. <gasps> Mm. Wow. Oh, so mm. it's really high end. Oh, I'll have mm. to get my nice suit out. <laughs> well, thank but, it, you. But, but the level of the show is amazing and it's very cool. And I'm yeah. excited to see it. I really am excited to see it. Thank you so much for doing uh, this podcast with me. It's been a pleasure Please. talking to you. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you've got any requests of people that you'd love to have on the podcast, do make sure you send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear who you want on. And let's get some more cool people on here. And remember, they don't have to do pole either. So if they're a non-pole dancer and it's just someone who's really cool that you want to hear a little bit from, 
let me know. They don't have to be super famous. They don't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers. Just needs to be someone cool that you really like. Send their Insta handles over to me. I'll be really intrigued to see who you want to hear from. Until the next episode. Bye. That was all the tea that you can get this week. Join me next time right here. It's the Weekly Tea.